this is Chris Payne from Euclid, Ohio, and you are listening to Barbecue Central. Barbecue! Let's go! We'll do it live. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Oh. Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. Central Show. This is a show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling. Broadcasting live from the barbecue capital of the North Coast and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday night live fire fun and frivolity show the last show of 2020 we'll get into that extensively throughout the next 120 minutes if you want to jump in tonight here's how you do that you can get in touch with the show by calling 216-220-0966 email greg at the bbqcentralshow.com on the twitter and instagram at bbq central show anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website the bbqcentralshow.com And here's what's happening in case you can get the newsletter coming up in about 12 minutes from now and going forward. All me. That's right. Nothing but year in review 2020. And that's what I'm talking about this evening. We will start and do it chronologically from January, almost a year ago to the very day. And we will run it all the way through to December, which is this month of 2020. A lot of people never thought that we would even get here or that the majority of us would not make it through here. But hopefully most of us have. All of us have not, of course. But that's just like any other year anyway when you talk about making it through to another year. Sometimes it's in the cards and sometimes it's not. But I'm happy to have you here and we'll do it. So, just to give you a quick setup on how it's going to run this evening, if you are tuning in for guests, if you don't look at the newsletter or you're not signed up, I don't know why you're not signed up, you can do that over at the main website, of course, but where you would typically find two or three or four guests in tune of a 120-minute show here on the Barbecue Central Show, that's not what we're doing here this evening. I will be giving you the lowdown on 2020, and that's it. I will be monologuing the entire way. I have very few sound clips because we did all the sound clipping last week when we voted for the 2020 best sound clip of the year, which we actually came to a consensus on, which I'm still pretty much shocked about. But nevertheless, we will be here to really take a look at the year in review as we set out. So... Let me ask this of you, if you're listening live, obviously podcasters can't do it, but you can do it through email after the fact if you want just to do it. But if you're listening to the show here live this evening and you are moved to call in and talk about whatever the best thing of the year was for you, a show related or just barbecue and grilling related, please lob a phone call in. The phone lines are open, as they say, 216 2200966 It is not an 800 number but these days you don't pay for long distance anyway the phone plan that you're on should have nationwide long distance already included if it's not you should get a new phone plan quickly like tomorrow but I'll go ahead and assume that most of you have national long distance included in your phone plans just toss an old phone call into your pal here Greg and I'll pick up your phone call and You can give me your best moment of 2020 in the world of live fire or as it relates to this show. Would love to have you. Now, I don't want to have a conversation with you 
I want to go back and forth. I have an extensive agenda of 20 pages of the great things that I couldn't, I couldn't believe the amount of things I actually was able to come up with to do it, but it surprises me every year. So if you want to jump in and say, hey, Greg, this is Tim from Kansas, and I really love that blankety blank, or next year you should do this instead, or your show blows, or your show's great, go ahead, jump in. I will tell you this. If you call in, if the phone is ringing and then all of a sudden you hear me while you are technically ready to go onto the air, I have your line muted. But if you can hear the show on the phone, then know that you are in line. So be ready when I say, okay, caller, go ahead. I'm talking to you. You're the only one that is standing in line. I don't have 50 other phone lines. If you're lucky enough to get in, you hear the show. That means you're ready. You're in the queue. You're ready to go. I will come to you with a quick intro, and then you can jump on with your take and jump off, and we'll continue on with the show. Very easy. But do that. Phone ringing, phone ringing. Oh, I hear the show happening on the phone. You're, We're ready to come to you pretty quick, so be ready. Don't ask me how I'm doing. I'm doing great. Doing great. Had a great Christmas planning on having a great new year, all that stuff. So we'll just get right into the call. No problem. Hopefully I haven't intimidated too many of you to be like, screw it, I'm not calling in. I was going to call in, but now I'm not going to call in. Don't do that. Sack up, launch a phone call to the show. Tell me what the best moment of the show was for you in 2020 or what your best Christmas gift was a week ago almost fun stuff so year in review all show that's what we have going on this evening don't forget you can follow me socially instagram twitter tiktok and snapchat at bbq central show facebook and twitter slash bbq central show and the youtubes slash r d rempy and those last two last three are video platforms that you can watch live or after the fact And of course, if you can't catch the show live, you can subscribe to the podcast feed and all of that stuff is on the main website at the very top. So subscribe at will. You'll never miss a show or bonus content or the best moments, all that fun stuff. So hopefully I have armed you with all the information. Before we get rolling and the recap of 2020, and we are literally days away from 2020 coming to a close. Some very sad news coming out of Murfreesboro, Illinois, through Amy Mills and uh, confirmed also through Daniel Vaughn, barbecue snob over Texas Monthly, who confirmed it, of course, through Amy Mills. The legend, if you know him, and most people that I know, if you just say the legend, know who I'm talking about. But co-author of Peace, Love, and Barbecue and owner of 17th Street Barbecue Mike Mills has passed away this morning. There was no specific cost given other than it was a non-COVID related medical issue. So COVID did not get Mike Mills from us. Uh, He just passed away. And I don't have any further information than that at this point. I don't know if we need any further information at this point. But this is a guy who I had met a number of times. Uh, both through the show and in person. And I think the resounding obits that I'm seeing coming through and the eulogies that you see coming through social media as people are passing their well wishes on to Amy. Because for as long as I had been in the game, I mean, certainly Mike Mills had made his bones long before I ever ventured into this particular niche market, winning three Jack Daniels World Grand Championships the success at the restaurants, Uh, had a business up until, I mean, probably still does. Uh, Last time I talked to him down at the NBBQA in Fort Worth in 2017, I believe it was. And uh, you can go get that. I shared that through social media, uh, that last interview that I did with him. That was really kind of a, a retrospective of his career. We started back when he was a kid and how he got introduced to Live Fire, his business, of course. And his first business was making false teeth. 
And he kept that business in case the other businesses that he got into didn't work out. So even as 17th Street was gaining steam and becoming one of the go-to places and holding some of the most magical barbecue competitions that people see during the course of a year. They had Praise the Lard out there. It was a dual-sanctioned event, KCBS and NBN. He kept the false teeth business in case everything didn't work out. (laughs) Interesting. It was like two miles up the road from Murfreesboro. The falsies, as he said. But again, the resounding and repetitive eulogy that you'll see through social media is A, what a great guy he was, which I can attest to, and then B, maybe even more importantly, how helpful he was and how ready to have a barbecue conversation he was with anybody. Didn't have to be some big shot. Didn't have to be in the industry. He had fun talking to the fanboys and girls as much as he did to the people within the actual industry. So Mike Mills, legend, has passed away. And he'll be missed. We'll get to the 2020 year in review. If you want to jump in, 216-220-0966. I'll talk to you quickly about B&B Charcoal, newest sponsor to the show. Uh, first of all, I'm looking for Ed Riley all over. Does anybody know where Ed Riley is? I can't find Ed Riley. We need to have a conversation with Ed. We had a great conversation with him a handful of weeks ago as we talked about lump charcoal and briquette charcoal and all that stuff. But there are other things to talk about, like the fact that Ed has 800 grills or more. Or more? Holy moly. That's crazy. Anyway, here's what you need to do. Get over to your local ace. This is what I know. I have a couple right by me. I have made friends with the managers over there. I said, hey, I don't see B&B charcoal on your shelves, but I know you have it available at the warehouse. So lob a phone call in. Give me some of that competition briquette stuff because I'm all about it. Give me some of that. B&B Lump Charcoal, because I'm also all about that. And by the way, what other B&B products do you have that you could bring into the store for me? Because guess what, Mr. Manager or Mrs. Manager, as it is for me? I'll be your biggest mouthpiece, word-of-mouth advertising, before social media. Be like, hey, Timmy, you need to go over to B&B and the Manners. They got, or over the Ace, it matters, they got B&B over there. Come on, let's go. BBCharcoal.com. That's BB, like Bravo, Bravo. BBCharcoal.com is the website. You can see all of the products that they have. And then, as I mentioned, go to Ace that's local to you. And you can jump in and take a look at what they have and see if it might be right for you. Who knows? BBCharcoal.com. All right, we're back with the 2020 year in review. We will get it started. Stick around. We'll be right back. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Show Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. Oh, can't believe I'm going to say this for the last time. This portion of the show is brought to you by Butcher BBQ, makers of award-winning injections, marinades, rubs, seasonings, barbecue sauces, grilling oils. All of Butcher Barbecue products have been tested on the competition circuit, as well as backyards worldwide. Be the pitmaster of your neighborhood and visit butcherbbq.com to stock up now. That's right. After a long run... Dave and I will be putting a sleep to the partnership, but we wish him well. I believe there's going to be some new products coming out in 2021 through Butcher Barbecue, and we've already said that as those things happen, Dave will jump on the show. So we can certainly promote those. So we wish uh, Dave nothing but the best here, and we'll continue to support him on the show no matter what. Uh, All right, so before we start, we'll just jump right to the phones. Caller, go ahead. 
This is Dino Dan from California. Oh, Dan, hold on a second. I think I have, I think I have a connection issue. Can you stand by one second, Dan? Yes. Stand by. Dan. Yes, sir. Fixed it. Go. All right. Dino Dan from California. I just want to thank you for having such a wide variety of a show hitting all points of barbecue. And I would love to see you guys interview a company called uh, Iron Ironside Smokers. You don't um, have a stake in have... Ironside, do you, Dan? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Okay. What was your favorite part of the not. what was your favorite part of the show this year? It's your guys' variety. You, who's your yeah. guys? It's just me, Dan. What are you talking about? Uh-oh. No, you 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 got, you know, class act people coming left and right. It's more than just you, Greg. Come How on now. Dare you, Dan? It's just me. I'm carrying <laughs> this show. Unbelievable. Well, uh, look, I I want to say I know you're in the chat most of the time. And, uh, you know, I appreciate you, of course, for the, for the uh, support and the viewership and the downloading ship, as well as everybody else in the chat room. And, uh, Dan, I hope you have a great new year as well. All right. You too, Greg. Thanks, pal. There he is, Dino Dan, right there. You guys. You guys. Come on. What are you talking about? I make these people, Dan. All right, let's go. 2020 started all the way back, if you can believe, in January. And we started out with a guy who is known as a first Tuesday of a month guy. Why is this showing up here? There we go. His name, of course, is Malcolm Reed. He hosts How to Barbecue Right, and he started his second year, I believe. Or was this the first year? That he was in as a regular guest, I don't, it just evaporates, I'm telling you. But Malcolm Reed, starting out 2020, regaled us with how he finally got the rolling wood cart that he wanted for Christmas of 2019. You remember that? That was like the one thing that he wanted to roll out next to Jolene, his Jambo offset pit, so he could have wood easily transportable. And he really wanted a wood cart for Christmas. And he got it, his wife Rochelle. I don't know if she fashioned it or if she found somebody that fashioned it, what have you, but he got it. Also, if you would recall, within those moments, he told us that he had gotten the green light to build a brand new barbecue trailer and he was shooting to make it to the Royal in 2020. That was one of the goals he had all the way back in January, aside from everything else. He wanted to qualify and then cook at the American Royal. He hadn't been back for a number of years and this was going to be the year that that was going to be a goal of his. That didn't happen. The Royal didn't happen amongst all the other major barbecue competitions because of coronavirus. Also in January, does anybody remember this? Does anybody remember this? There was the KCBS anonymous group sending out packages of info trying to paint David Qualls the pitmaster of American Dream Barbecue Team and a board member of KCBS, trying to paint him as a underhanded, devious businessman, also hated the fact that the KCBS headquarters had been listed for sale back then in January. Maybe it had been listed for sale a number of weeks even prior to that or uh, towards the close of 2019. But there were these random and anonymous packages being sent to people. Uh, myself, I knew of 
at least four or five other folks that had the same package sent to them as was me. There were a number of stamps. It wasn't like taken to the post office and metered for the proper postage that they paid. It was it had like 20 stamps on it. And the return address was KCBS headquarters. So, you know, immediately I'm checking sources. Hey, did you get this? I didn't know if somebody was trying to send the show. Was it called ricin or whatever that poison is? So I opened it up and went through, and it was pages and pages of material and lawsuit information. And a cover page that said, uh, we're a group of anonymous members. And I said back then in January, I say it here in December of 2020. If you're going to do something like this, if you're going to take somebody to task, or you want to call somebody out for being a bad business person or not being good for your organization in your estimation. All of you were wrong on that part, by the way, but withstanding that, put your name on it. I said it in January. I will say it again. You want to do that? Put your name on it. Otherwise, it holds no weight. It holds no credibility. What's anonymous mean? Aside from coward, that's all it means. This isn't the mafia. This isn't the Hell's Angels biker gang that I'm learning all about recently. Where you have to worry about violence and retribution. It's a bunch of barbecuers. You're scared to stand up and put your name on something? That was weak. Also in January, Sam the cooking guy talked about his biggest... Biggest? growth items as it related to his YouTube channel, namely editing and production, etc. Also talked about how luck or overnight success seems to be easily attributed to things nowadays, but no one cares to see the whole process that one went through and the hard work that one put in to gain that overnight success. It's really more like overnight like over the last 10 years or 12 years. And that seems to go for a lot of folks within this industry, by the way. Diane Mee is weighing in. Favorite show segment was your in-depth interview with Meathead when he delved into his youth and had all kinds of interesting stories about Florida. He could have filled up several hours with interesting stories. No doubt about that. I'm sorry, Diane. I didn't send your message properly. There it is. Undoubtedly, Meathead could talk four hours, like the number four hours, but he had great, great stories. We'll get to that here after a bit. Also in January, Meathead made this statement. If you can believe it or not, we played it last week. Sous-vide isn't really that good for everything. He also said that pineapple is the best thing you can grill in January. (laughs) What a kook. But that was a revelation that sous vide isn't that big of an item. Or it's not that good on everything, I should say. Let me make sure I'm saying this in the proper way. For instance, he said doing sous vide steak is really not that good whatsoever. And I'm like, it seems to me that the only reason I do sous vide is for the steaks. Now, maybe I'm doing it for a different reason than some of the other folks. I do it because uh, maybe there are some other things that I'm also going to be cooking for dinner. And I want to make sure the steak's at the right temperature. And I don't want to have to be concerned about it. Uh, in conjunction with cooking other items that might need my attention more. So the sous vide helps me get it right to where it needs to be. It's not going to overcook, obviously. And then I can take four minutes out of my life, because usually if I'm sous vide they're big, thick steaks like I had had over the course of the week. By the way, shout out to Jason Kaplan for those Snake River Farm cowboy ribeyes. They were like three inches, three pounds apiece. They were delicious. But that's my wheelhouse of sous vide right there. 
wasn't going to mess around on the grill because if I lose track of it for some reason, even if I have a thermometer in it, it could run past. And I don't want to do that. I want to ruin it. It's not going to ruin in sous vide. It will stay right at 135 where I have it for four and ten and three days if I want. doesn't matter. And then fire up the grill real hot, a couple minutes on each side to build that Maillard reaction. Get a nice sear to lock in the juices, of course. That's what we do when we sear. We lock in the juice. And away we go. Amongst the other stuff that I was cooking. But that's why I do it. I do it for exactly the reason the meathead says it's really not good for everything. The steak. Oh, well. Smithfield also revealed in January who the winners of their Smithfield grant program were. And they have been doing that exclusive announcement for consecutive years on the show. In fact, they will be doing it again this coming 2021, uh, probably January, February. So if you had applied, great. Hopefully, we'll be calling your name over the next month or two whenever we nail down Laura Paul to do that announcement segment. So Smithfield continuing to stay in the competition barbecue game. I have a a feeling that might be fleeting through the end of 2021, but we'll see how it goes. And of course, it was a, a loser, unfortunately, this year all around for a lot of competitions because of the pandemic. In January, Stephen Reichlin predicted that 2020 was going to be the year for pellet cookers as it related to the backyard. And I don't think that was a long shot bet to make as far as trends. And I would certainly agree that this year certainly didn't hurt pellet cookers and it probably helped pellet cookers. I mean, this year probably helped everything in live fire because most people were trapped at home. So everybody was buying everything. Pellet cookers, charcoal cookers, gas grills, you name it. Also, Robin Lindars gave us a play-by-play back in January, if you remember, that her husband, Scott, had shot a wild boar. Now, we all know Scott is a man's man. If uh, there was a definition and picture of man in the textbook, it would be Scott Lindars. He kills everything that he's allowed to. And he shot a wild boar and brought it home. And Robin broke down exactly how she had it butchered and what she cooked and how she cooked it, what it tasted like, what it most closely tasted like that we would be. I probably would never go out of my way to eat wild boar, but she's making do with what the man is bringing home after a hunt. And she told us about wild boar in January. Also, I broke down how I found David Lee, the really big voice guy. Do you remember David Lee, the guy that does like this stuff. You can get in touch with the show by that guy with the voice right there. Uh, I found him on Google, right? I Googled Westwood One voiceover and found his website. I broke that all down in January. You should go back and listen to that. It's pretty funny. Also, the KCBS CEO, Emily Deadweiler, came on the show and recapped the previous year for the sanctioning body, didn't really talk too much about uh, the things that were percolating at that point. Also in January, and I've said it time and time again over the last couple of years, and he has agreed, it's my error, that Daniel Vaughn would be a quarterly guest here on this show. He showed up in January, and he specifically said, I have no shot at the Barbecue Hall of Fame in 2020 because I haven't ticked as many boxes as I need to. I don't know how many more boxes I can check. I talk to everybody that's anybody. I promote. I break news. I spread lies and salacious rumor. I entertain. I tell jokes. What am I funny? Like I make you laugh funny? I don't know what that means. He said I had no shot at the Barbecue Hall of Fame in 2020. And guess what? He was 100% right. I did not make it in again. Also in January, Clarence Joseph from Mama and Papa Joe's Barbecue, our pal CJ, again won the San Antonio Barbecue Cook-Off. Unbelievable. To win it once is kind of a lifetime achievement. 
to go twice. Very commendable. That was January. Derek Riches made his debut as a new recurring guest on the show at the end of January. Can you believe that? We talked about the Master Build Gravity Fed Cooker that was coming out back then. Remember that? Pit Boss we talked about. Do you remember when we were talking about the Cuisinart pellet cooker? This was also some litigation between Traeger and Danson's at the time, the company that owns Pit Boss. Yeah, Derek Riches came back in. By the way, uh, Derek Riches was also a recurring guest in the original form of the show. And then as we learn through the origin stories, you know, him and Meathead had a little bit of a competition tift on who had the better website or the more heavily trafficked website. And Derek ended up stepping away from the show for a number of years. Uh, I, I still don't understand from a host perspective. Like I'm like, uh, I don't want to lose either of you. And they were both like, oh, one's got it. So Derek eventually stepped away. But time passed. Time passed. And I threw out the hook again. And guess what? Derek said, yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. We can do it. So we had him back on again. And then, of course, we ended January talking stakes, everything about stakes with the embedded correspondence. So if you want to figure out all the best ways to cook your steaks. Go back to the January Embedded Correspondence segment. Then we move into February. The Grill Dad. You remember the Grill Dads? The Grill Dads, Mark Anderson, came on to talk about the launch of their podcast, which was going to be happening later in February. They were making a big launch announcement a few weeks later on the Today Show, which is unfair to me. And as I look back through their feed, they went really good until May. And then there was a noticeable gap from June until December. And when I say noticeable gap, I mean there were no episodes. Zero. There have been two this month. One with actress and hottie, Eva Longoria. Eva, come on. Come to the real show, baby. She's still way hot, by the way. Malcolm Reed stopped by, of course, in February. We talked about Chicago-style Italian beef sandos and the subsequent YouTube video that he released on it. We also talked a bit about the SCA. David Bosca, who I talked about as sponsoring this segment as we led in from Butcher's Barbecue, showed up in February to talk about his new podcast that was just starting earlier this year. Also, we had a great conversation about the beginnings of his professional career as a meat cutter in Oklahoma and then growing into the Sam's Club corporate world where he was traveling around the country opening up stores at, at like the meat department at various stores. He spent a number of years up in the New England area opening various Sam's Club stores, eventually making his way back to Oklahoma. It cost him a wife. Very cool story. Dave continues to be a great guest. By the way, uh, as I had mentioned, uh, this is the last show that uh, we are linked professionally, but uh, we'll be linked together as ever as uh, as host and guest and friends till the bitter end, whether he likes it or not. But that was a, an insane bit of background on Dave that I never knew about having him on the show for years was his time at... Sam's Club, opening up stores across the country. Really cool. All right, let's go ahead and uh, take a quick break here. Again, if you want to jump in, 216-220-0966. You can also email greg at thebbqcentralshow.com, and we'll get back to February and through the rest of the year. Right now, let me talk to you quickly about Big Papa Smokers, the one-stop online shop for all things barbecue, a curated selection of only the best outdoor cooking and grilling supplies. We'll get you on the path to better barbecue results in no time. Everything at Big Papa Smokers has been pitmaster approved by Sterling Big Papa Ball himself. From the award-winning rubs and sauces to the American-made grills and smoker, Big Papa's has something for every outdoor cook, no matter what the level. 13 perfectly balanced flavors of rubs and seasonings, popular flavors like Sweet Money, Cattle Prod, and Cash Cow, all proven winners on the competition circuit and in backyards. If you're looking for a new go-to sauce, 
Granny's barbecue sauce is the jam. I've been telling you about that. That's the move. If you want cookers, they got cookers, you bet. If you're looking for a versatile cooker that's easy to use, the Mac 2 Star General Pellet Cooker is the one you want. Sterling was raving about it the other day on the phone. Raving about how great the Mac 2 Star is. Big Papa's is the exclusive Mac dealer, even offering special packages. If you don't like pellet smokers, you can try the Old Hickory Ace BP. If you know you want a cooker, but you don't know what cooker that you want or kind, call them and ask questions. 877-828-0727. That's 877-828-0727 or shop their website, bigpapasmokers.com. That's B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A smokers.com. And we are back to continue on with February as we do the year in review. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the number one most downloaded barbecue and grilling podcast anywhere. The Barbecue Central Show. Howard Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. And this portion is being brought to you by CookinPellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets for all your pellet-driven cookers. Visit CookinPellets.com for more information or to purchase. You can also find them on Amazon.com. And oh, by the way, Chris Becker is back for another year. Of course. So we're looking forward to chatting it up with CB through various points of 2021 as we continue on with the year in review of 2020. Uh, Smoking Joe's Barbecue Pit says, rest your steaks. Uh, Scott David Rittenbaugh says, your rant on Meathead's nomination of you for the Barbecue Hall of Fame was pretty epic. I agree with that. I agree with that. That was very funny. The 514 Studio. Did you ever find St. Elmo's whiskey you were looking for, Greg? I did not because I do not live in Indianapolis, which is evidently the only place you can get it. Not that I'm going to drink it, but it would be nice to have. Caller, go ahead. You're on the air. Hold on. Sorry, I have you muted. Caller, go ahead. Your name? It's Alan in Baltimore. Alan in Baltimore. All right. How about those Ravens? Go ahead. Well, I'm a listener since 2011, and first off, I just want to thank you for everything you do. Uh, for you know, nine years for me, you provided incredible entertainment and knowledge, and uh, I just want to thank you for everything you do. I don't think you get thanked enough. Thank you, Alan. I appreciate that. Okay. In my time of listening to you, I've noticed a couple things throughout the years, so I had some questions to kind of rapid fire at you. So the first is, is it seems to me you're doing less bits. In the past, you would like kind of, I don't know, stir it up, or you had, had these kind of comical things you would do at times, and they were hilarious. And I don't see you doing them as much as now as you used to. Do you, do you agree with that, and uh, what are your thoughts? Well, I think uh, that's uh, it's certainly not conscious uh, on me to, to do bits or to not do bits. I think sometimes I get a thought, and then I have some other people that are involved in that that I need to correspond with and that we need to write it out. Like doing a bit, like uh, I'll get to the end of February here where Barbecue Smokey makes an appearance. Maybe you're talking about a Barbecue Smokey type of a thing. Um, you know, no, no. in the past, like you, I'm sorry to cut you off, but like in the past you would, you were like telling some story or maybe you came up with a video you saw on YouTube. There was that guy who was doing the fireball. Remember that a couple oh, years Catfish ago? Catfish Cooley. How can you forget that guy? He's my favorite. Yes, yeah, sir. so I'm just saying there there's some things, and it goes back before that, but there's some it. things that you you have done that would would have me rolling. I would watch them a couple times, and not that you're not funny now. I'm just saying um, I just thought that in the past there seemed to be more bits in the show, so I just wanted to mention that to you. Yeah, well, I uh, appreciate that. Did you have a favorite part of 2020? I do, but I want, I want to get that in the moment. Okay. Okay. Second question I have for you is, in past years, this was probably like 2011, 2015, you used to do a lot of giveaways, and you, I think manufacturers were giving you products, and we would do the, the uh, first email in would win them, and then yeah. you went to the, I think, some call-ins, and it made a game of it. 
Did, did that all dry up, or what, what happened with that? Uh, I think I just kind of stopped doing it. Uh, I mean, I could certainly go to the businesses and see if anybody was looking to uh, do some recurring giveaways. But um, to be honest, it just, you know, I, I'm trying to squeeze as much into the show as I can. And if that took two minutes or three minutes to run through, it was three minutes that I wasn't getting back. And then you times it by three or four giveaways a show. And then I'm already out 15 minutes of time that I'm trying to get content in. So, uh, you know, that's probably, if I'm kind of thinking about it out loud, that's more along the lines of what happened. But uh, I have been thinking about uh, doing a little bit more uh, into the giveaway stuff too. So uh, stay tuned for that in 2021. That sounds great. I won a couple of those, and I was really, uh, I don't know, my grilling, my barbecue game was advanced by some of the sauces and stuff that I won. So I really appreciate all of that. Yes. All right. To what you just said about Meathead, I think, uh, I guess it was last week's show, when you guys were going over the best bits, I think that you, you, ha- you all have missed the, the boat in terms of the best times, the best uh, guests last year. All right. I really think a case came down to Meathead. Two things. Number one, the pineapple comment, obvious. But what I haven't heard you say at all is how, pi- ha- how Meathead delivered that pineapple comment. Not only did he say about you know, the whole pineapple line, yes. but he was so passionate about it, he actually like mouthed the way he pronounced pineapple. It was just insane. <laughs> so I'm just saying that was absolutely hilarious. I probably listened to that, a ha- went back and listened to it a half a dozen, dozen times. It was one of the most surreal, bizarre, kooky things, and yes. I love every second of it. Yes. So that to me, just just that line and how he mouthed it, he was all he was one hundred and ten percent in on that line, and it was completely nuts. The second thing is that Meathead, you you seem to not really pay a lot of attention to about the covering issue, which the the, the grill covering issue, which by the way you handled incredibly well. Thank you. But. When Meathead was covering, we're talking about how he didn't cover his grills, you did not pay enough attention to the fact that he's not covering his grills because he's passed out drunk. Now, you mentioned it once. Oh, no, 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 no. That is, that is not true, Alan. Uh, I brought up to him uh, during that segment uh, because he, he did say that, you know, oh, I'm probably passed out drunk. I think it gets lost because I w- might have been firing over him a little bit more. But uh, absolutely, we did take him to task on uh, his admission that perhaps he has imbibed too much and uh, has passed out for the evening and isn't going to cover. But he's not getting up in the morning and then covering after the fact, uh, nursing a hangover. He's just, he's drunk and not covering, and he's sober and not covering. So it's doubly uh, a slap in the face as far as I'm concerned. I agree. It's remarkable, and he's got expensive, nice cookers yes. out in Chicago. It's, yes. it's, it's just, it's unconscionable. He doesn't cover them. Unconscionable is correct. Great work. Okay. Also... You have a variety of cookers, one of which you have a Lang stick burner. Yes. And many of us don't ha- haven't taken that step. And I'd like to – and you uh, – at one point during the year, you talked about for about 30 seconds the differences between stick burner and other cookers, and you were – you really showed how much you like the stick burner, saying something like the food's not even close uh, in quality to other cookers versus the stick burner. I'd like to hear you talk in the future. I'd like to hear you talk more about the stick burners and maybe your other cookers. And also just talk more in general about how your own cooking is going, what rubs you're into, sauces, whatever. If you discover something new, just saying as a, com- as a, uh, a comment. All right. Well, I, I will do that. But I'm not doing it tonight. I have to get back to February for crying out loud, Al. All right. Well, the last thing I'm going to say is, I'm inviting others to call in who have not called in. 216-220-90 I'm sorry. 226-220-0966. Yes. Call in, say thank you to, to Greg and Greg, I hope you have a, a, a happy new year and, and thank you for everything you do. Thank you Alan for calling in. Happy new year to you as well. And it's 216-220-0966 as Alan said. Uh, All right, let's get back. Thank you, Alan, for the call and for the questions. We get back. uh, We talked about Meathead with the pineapple. Did we? Yes, we did. No, we didn't. Uh, Meathead backed off the... Wait, wait. Uh, Go ahead, caller. Hey, this is Brandon from Toledo, Ohio. Hey, Brandon from Toledo. A.K.A. Fred Sanford in the chat room. Hey, Fred, what's up? I, I was just calling to uh, let you know that I think your show is very educational. 
I learn something different every week. Love listening to it, and uh, I'll keep it quick. I think the best part of 2020 with you is is the rants on our favorite uh, McRib sandwich. It's Uh like eating dog food. Yes, I agree. Fred, thank you very much for calling in. Be safe. Uh, Happy New Year. Thank you for listening. Happy New Year to you as well. That's Fred. Fred Sanford. Uh, let's see. I stopped there. Uh, Meathead pineapple. Uh, February. Uh, see, I've lost my my track here. Here we go. Getting back in. In February, Kevin Green from the butcher shop came on to talk about how he got into the butcher business. It was not his original trade. He bought someone else's butcher shop business it was going bad from a financial standpoint he stepped in realized there might be an opportunity and bought it we also talked about how he has grown that into one of the best butcher shops in the country by the way still no website got a call best way to get the lowdown on what he's got got a call steven reichlin and i talked about his new vegetable grilling cookbook he was working on at that point we also Talked about cold smoking and making your own Canadian bacon at home. Then Robin came back on and she talked about her trip to the shed for the SEA contest and the Bloody Mary contest that led to the rant that we played last week when Malcolm Reed was my guest who was also down at that SCA event in this past February. First timer to the show, Andrew Coster. From Danson's made his first appearance. He's the quality control manager. We talked about Pit Boss a lot. We also talked about Country Smokers and Louisiana Grills. Danson's is the parent company for Pit Boss, Country Smokers, and Louisiana Grills. You know, this ended up being a very weird situation after the fact. Like, I thought we had a really good first interview. He was pretty open. Uh, I, I warned him that I was going to be asking about him and his dad. Uh, both had worked for Traeger and then left. And there may or may not have been some litigation that was going. Okay, there was some litigation that was going on. And I said, if you can't answer this or you don't feel, don't do it. But I asked because I had to. And he answered. And then in subsequent days, Andrew reapproached me and said, hey, some other folks here at Danson's listened to the interview and. Uh, can you take it down? And I said, no, I'm not going to take it down. I said you didn't need to answer anything that you didn't feel comfortable with, and you answered it. So I'm not going to take it down. You said it. After I gave you an out. So that was that. And then a couple days later, one of Danson's top men emailed me out of the blue and asked if I would take the podcast down and i said uh no and you can call me if you would like to talk further and nothing ever came of it so here's a note to anybody if i know you're in litigation and i know i need to ask you a question i will always throw out the safety net ahead of time but if you bypass the net and then think better of it later unless you're going to pay me because I have sponsors that are sponsoring segments. Are you going to pay me to take it down? I'm not taking it down, okay? And even if you pay me, I'm going to extort you. I'm saying that live right now. I will gouge you to take down that content because people want the content. And for me to erase 30 minutes, that's not something I'm going to do because you asked me. You talked about it right here on the show. That was weird. But... I think we're all still in good graces. Andrew liked some of my stuff on Instagram from time to time. I like some of his stuff. There you go. Jason Baker came on from Green Mountain Grills. He was on in February. We talked about the differences between the choice line and the prime line of cookers. We also talked about him launching some new products for social media and their Uh, business use of social media, helping them grow. Uh, Derek Riches was on. We talked about pellet cooker expectations. How about that? Also in February, the 25th to be exact, Smokey made his debut calling into the show. You remember Smokey, right? 
This is what uh, it sounded like. They call me Smokey. I'm a big influencer on social media. 47 followers, Greg. Yes. I'm calling to you from the 480 bridge. All this smoke fire business on Facebook, it's taken me to the very fringe. He was talking yeah, about the smoke fire. When I'm here to talk about the smoker fire, it is my solemn duty as an Instagram influencer. People are catching on fire because of this grill. People are running and screaming. Half the world is catching on fire right now because of this smoke fire and all because of Kevin Coleman. What? And I know all my friends on Facebook have caught on fire. If, can we leave Kevin and Maddie and Kiki out of this discussion? I'm I will not be questioned by the likes of you, nor will I be forced to think logically. Facebook is true. Facebook is lies. Smoke fire is burned. I'm out. And that's what it sounded like when Smokey made his debut call into the show at the end of February. Again, if you that, that was a condensed uh, 59 seconds of a five-minute call. There was a lot of me in that as well. Sept- uh, February 25th. And that brings a close to February. We're going to get to March when we come back from talking about pits and spits. Uh, I can already tell you we're going to be going longer than two hours tonight. I'm just getting through the end of Q1. Or I'm going to pick it up. Since 1983, Pits and Spits has been handcrafting smokers and grills in Houston, Texas. In that time, Pits and Spits has established itself as one of the premier brands in quality offset smokers. And more recently, pellet cookers. Pits and Spits sets itself apart by using heavy 7 and 10 gauge stainless steel in every cooker. Fully welded construction that you can feel when you use the unit. Three or four stainless steel roll top lids and a front shelf on every single smoker. Why does it matter? Well, by using higher quality materials, pit and spit smokers reach and maintain temperatures, allowing you to worry more about the meat than the heat. By providing a fully welded smoker, you don't have to worry about grease and smoke leaking out of the barrel or the grill rattling apart as you move it through the backyard. And by using three or four stainless, you're getting an heirloom quality product that you'll be able to pass down to the kids. When some companies focus on being a low-cost provider, Pits and Spits focuses on craftsmanship and using quality materials. Are there cheaper ways to make these cookers? Yes, but they don't like tack welds, cheap stainless, electronics that you can't trust. Having in-house manufacturing gives them complete control of the design and standards. That's not something you find in products brought in from overseas. Their steel suppliers supply materials to be used in some of the harshest environments around, so you know they're going to perform in any and all conditions. And their controllers are made right here in the States, so you're able to have unimpeded transparency in the program. Pit and Spits is a dealer network across the country, but if there isn't one close to you, call Coy in the shop, 844-650-6250. That's 844-650-6250. Whether you're a backyard grill master looking to cook steaks for the family or a competition team looking to do 50 racks of ribs at a clip, Pit and Spits is a product for you. You can check them out on the website, pitsandspits.com, all spelled out. Or see their pits in the wild across social media. At their handles, at Pits and Spits. That's at Pits and Spits. We're going to get into March. Before we wrap the first hour, stick around. We'll be right back. Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Craig Rampey. Hey, that's right. This portion of the show being brought to you by Fireboard 2, Fireboard 2 Drive, Fireboard 2 Pro. Monitor up to six different temperatures simultaneously. Connect to Wi-Fi for cloud-based monitoring or connect via Bluetooth. And if you have Alexa or the Google Assistant at home, you're in luck because Fireboard is fully integrated with both. Find out more by visiting fireboard.com or call 816 945 2232. All right, moving on to March. Ray Lampy. Uh-huh. First up in March, Ray Lampy was a guest, Dr. Barbecue. We talked about the end of his run with Big Green Egg. Remember that? That happened this year. Ray and Big Green Egg separated amicably. We also talked about his new partnership that he formed with Turkey Federation later in the year. He also formed to be a spokesperson with Dizzy Pig, which he is still doing. We also talked about 
what was going on with the restaurant at the time. This is just the beginning of March. The aforementioned Kevin Coleman from Weber came on in the second hour of the March 3rd show, and I peppered him with smoke fire questions. He also promised, by the way, if you go back, nobody else has mentioned this. I have never mentioned this up until this very point. Just because as I'm giving out dates, you might go back through, listen, and then ask me about it. But I had warned him up front that this was going to be potentially uncomfortable and asking the hard questions on all of this. And I said, he's like, well, those weren't very hard questions. I said, okay, here's the hard question. When am I getting one? He said, you'll have one in your hands by mid-March. By the way, we are at the bitter end of December. I have zero smoke fires in the backyard. We were also weeks away from a corona shutdown. I continue to ask, is that the best thing that happened to smoke fire? Corona. Also in March, Barbecue Smokey called back in to the show. That's right. And, hmm, ooh, this is going to be difficult. I got the time. All right, we'll just wait. Uh, Barbecue Smokey called back into the show the first time he was on the 480 bridge and appeared to jump to his ultimate demise. However, evidently he didn't because he was calling back in as he was hosting a huge barbecue influencer party. Yo, Greg, it's Smokey. Right now, I'm having another party that you're not invited to. And we are having a social media influencer party. 10,000 followers and up, except for me. I'm at 25. So you're having an influencer's party. Like, who's around? My best friend. First off, I see him over there right now. You can, big grand crag. My favorite. Mickey Man Meat. No party is complete without Maddie and Kiki. Hey, barbecue hey, family. Hey, barbecue family. Greg, I'm getting scared again. Mickey Man Meat said he brought Corona to my party. Chris, Maddie and Kiki run inside. Get in the shower right now. <laughs> my best friend in the world, Baby Beck Maniac, he's here. Go over there right now and get close to that smoke fire and stay warm. Mm, what's going my on? My best friend, Baby Beck Maniac's head is on fire. He's just like Ghost Rider. He's running around the party. You know it, Greg. What? I see a bridge. I'm what? out. Kevin Coleman, what have you done? I'm gone, boy! Once again, jumping off of a bridge. Barbecue Smokey and bridges. Worrisome. Like, really troubling. He's around that many bridges. One of my original barbecue man crushes came back on the show in March. That was Andy Husbands, and we talked about his brand new barbecue book. He also took me to task on a few items as well and questioned my thought process. Andy, always a delight to have on the show, especially from a hosting's perspective. The Barbecue Guru also introduced two new pit temperature controllers this year, the Dyna-Q and the Ultra-Q. Bob Trudnack was on to talk about those. This time frame, March 17th, of course, was the beginning of the coronavirus shutdown across the country. And the grill girl, Robin Lindars, talked about how she was headed out to Colorado to vacation and then got turned around only days later after arriving because everything in Colorado was shutting down rapidly. Emily Detweiler also stopped by the show to talk about how KCBS was going to be handling the pandemic as it started to unfold as well. Mostly how that was going to be related to competition barbecue. By the way, to a Motley crew asking, is this live? We'll do it live. We do it live. Do it live. I didn't I say it was a pre-recorded we'll show. Live. We do it live on Tuesdays. Just because it's me talking for two hours or more doesn't mean that it's not live. We do it live. Come on, a Motley Q. You know that. You're better than that. March was also the month of bonus segments. There were three in total in as many days, March 21st through the 23rd. Oh, oh, catch it. Aha, yes, I caught it. They were all pandemic-related. First was Nick Solaris and the shutdown and how it would affect the food service industry, especially New York City. 
Sam the Cooking Guy talked about the pandemic and how it was affecting their new restaurants. Sean Walchef and Stover Harger. The third rounded uh, uh, rounded out the bonus content. That's right. Talking about how Sean's restaurant was pivoting and then Stover talked about the use of social media. So stick around for the second hour. <laughs> 